From the former convent of the Good Shepherd overlooking Inwood Hill Park in New York City, welcome to Inwood Artworks On Air. It's where we meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes who make their home what we affectionately call Upstate Manhattan. I'm your host, Aaron Sims, and today we welcome visual artists Robbie and Robert Bailey. Robert Bailey currently serves as the head of photography for Terezo Fine Instruments and Bows. He earned his Bachelor of Fine Arts in Photography from Ohio University and has gone on to work as a commercial photographer for clients including United Airlines, Nike, and the United Nations. Robert was also an adjunct professor at Ohio Northern University and has lectured on at the School of Visual Arts, Rochester Institute of Technology, and the International Center of Photography. Robbie Bailey is a freelance photographer and digital consultant in New York City. She studied radio and television broadcasting at North Carolina State University, followed by documentary photography studies at the International Center of Photography. Her commercial credits include Toys R Us, Bessie Johnson, Ralph Lauren, and the New York Yankees. The Baileys collaborate on their personal documentary projects and environmental portraits. Their photographs have been published in the New York Times, as well as being featured on the Today Show, the Discovery Channel, and the NBC Nightly News. We're going to talk to him about their work and so much more. But first, let me welcome you both to In What Artworks On Air. It's so great to have you here. Very happy to be here. Happy you. to be here. Aaron. So how Thank you been? You. It's been two years. We're doing great. I know. <laughs> we missed you. I missed you too. <laughs> well, let's start out with your personal or professional lives. Let's see. No, let's go over the professional lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you both have a background working with many commercial clients to put food on the table. Um, each have specific looks they want captured, I feel. Uh, and so uh, this is a, more of a... Uh, relationship question with clients question because I feel like I always feel like this podcast has a bit of educational aspect to it as well as professional aspect to it as well because sometimes clients have a very clear version of what they want to accomplish and but it may come to a surprise that those that are listening uh, sometimes those clients who are calling the shots either have no concrete idea of the composition of the photo or uh Two, no idea how to achieve them. And perhaps three, uh, are not great at communicating uh, what they want. So, He's been reading our mail. <laughs> <laughs> so um, take, take, taking it from the pros here, how do you deal with your clients? Uh, you know, what, beyond what advice you can give, like, like, what is that relationship life? Because at the end of the day, you're the one having to deliver. So... It's a communication question, question in many ways, but also a deliverables question. And how do you are you able? Because it's about having a life. Because the greater picture is about having a career in the industry of commercial photography. Sure. Okay, great. Do you want me to take that one, babe? Um, I think that first of all, that's a great question, and I'm not joking about you reading our mail. I mean, it seems like you uh, have an intimate knowledge of what it's like to work as a commercial photographer here in New York. Not one lesson, I promise. Oh, but I, <laughs> but I would imagine there's a lot of um, similarities between what we do and what you do with Inward Artworks. You know, we were talking about how you prep for for what we're doing right now, and I, I heard you say that you listen. A lot. You listen and you do your homework, you do your research. And I try to do that with every client because they will tell you what they're hoping. You know, they have a concept that they bring to you and you have to be able to A, interpret what it is you think they want. And then, like you said, you have to deliver. And that very often can get lost in translation. 
So it's, it's a lot of listening, a lot of reflecting back to them of what you think their expectations are. A lot of uh, visual cues, you know, I'll, I'll pull up examples of photographs. I'll, I'll uh, basically go on the internet and I'll search for similar themes and I'll show them, is this what we're going for? Or I'll ask them, do you have visual samples of what you're hoping for? What, I'm, I'm trying to understand the picture that they have in their head so that I can help them translate it to our shoot. Great answer. Second. Robert. Yeah, I think um, the only thing I could add to that would be, um, let's just say the best clients are the ones that give you a bit of a longer leash to be creative. True. To the reason they hire you is obviously they've previewed some of your work and they, um, yeah, they want to, they want to, ideally they want to get the most out of your creativity. And so we always try to lean into the best clients or we try to like reconnect with the best clients as much because they do give you more uh, chances to be creative and a little bit of a risk, but. And well, I think that's a great thing because they, I agree. Uh, and when I hire for photographers for different gigs that we do, um, you, you always want to see what the photographer can bring to the table too, right? Like yeah. you said, like, but why they, like what literally looking through their lens, what are mm. they, what are, what are they, what are they seeing that perhaps will bring, will enhance, um, the product, we'll sure. call it a product because it is yeah. commercial, it right? Is, it yep. is. For just using the technical term there. Um, and also, I think uh, taking away the guesswork of like deciphering what a client wants, like it's it's like the fear factor in many ways. Like, mm. see, how, how can we lessen that on both sides? Exactly. And in yeah. delivering what everybody wants at the, at the end of the day, right? Sure. Yep. Well, at the end of the day, there's there's dual responsibility. You know, have they communicated? Have they given you good art direction? And have you given them a good product? So mm -hmm. that that uh, it has to be a two-way street as far as communication, and um, and managing expectations. Excellent. Which leads me to Robert. Um, as I mentioned, you're head of photography for Terezo Fine Instruments and Bow. Um, I believe they currently have a quote a very fancy fiddle um, <laughs> uh, that they are promoting for their June auction. Mm -hmm. um, you also, I believe, photographed a one that just sold for sixteen million dollars. Not too long ago as well? No, it was a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago? Mm -hmm. Yes. It so, was a world record, though. They set their world, yeah. world record. It's a world record. Option. So um, I'm, I'm putting them both together here because uh, I'd like a few of you would speak to how your photography helps move their business forward. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so my primary job, we're, it's an auction house, so there's many, many instruments to photograph. So I'll photograph, just to give you a quick overview, about 4,000 instruments a year on average, um, but with the specific really high-end ones, well, with all of them for, for that matter, is my job is to be as accurate, have it rep, have a photograph replicated as accurate as it is if you're holding it in your hands. Um, because part of the process of how we sell, besides online, is people come in and they play it and they, they hold the instrument in their hands and they look at it. And it is my job to Make sure it's as accurate as it is if it's like right in front of their face. Truth and, in advertising. Right. Yeah, and so that's it's that's part of my job. The other part of my job is to um, just it's a violins. I don't know if anyone you've asked has photographed violins, they'll tell you that they're rather difficult to photograph. Mm -hmm. Not just because they're curvy and reflective, but because the color of the varnish literally changes with every different light source. So um, every violin is a unique instrument. There's snowflake. no. It's two, like a snowflake. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's exactly. There's not mm -hmm. two alike. And so as I photograph one after the other, um, it's I have to literally make adjustments 
whether that's on the computer with coloring or, or moving the lights a little bit to nudge it. Um, so a, a great amount of care is given to getting the right final result. You're looking for truth best you can, represent the yeah, truth, the truth, truth of the instrument. Mm-hmm. And, and the reality is, is we are an online auction, online auction house. So a lot of people buy instruments sight unseen. Um, so they really rely heavily on the visuals many times just to, for condition purposes, uh, coloring, uh, whatever it is their their primary interests are. So That's a lot of responsibility on you to make yeah. sure it's right. <laughs> it is. <laughs> they it come is. knocking. Hey, this guy's not going to return this violin, mm-hmm. are they? Yeah, if they get a different color showing up, they're, they're going to be concerned. Sure. sure. How did know. you get this gig? Oh, my gosh. It's such a funny story. <laughs> you know, and we it, love it, funny stories. This is a great story because it has, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, it, has, it actually, if I, if I didn't live in this community, um, by the way, Robbie and I have lived in this community for um, 23 years 23 now. 23 years now, yeah. And, and one of my neighbors, um, who I met in the laundry room, we had a conversation. She's from my hometown, Cleveland, as well. And she, you know, she mentioned she played the violin. A very accomplished violinist. And um, so when I saw this job on Craigslist, because I was just looking to change up what I do photographically, um, I was like, oh, wow, I could borrow her violin. So I borrowed her violin, and I you know, cleared the couch from one side of the room and made space, and I photographed it just like they do on their website. And that's how I submitted my application. So, with some um, photos, little visual yeah, some aids. photographs, mm-hmm. thinking this is what everyone's doing, but actually, not everyone. I don't think anyone else did this. Um, so they called me in. They said, "You're the last guy we're going to interview. Come on in." Um, and after the interview, they said, "By the way, uh, whose violin was that?" <laughs> and just out of sheer yeah. luck, and like I said, out of this community, which has so many great musicians, Talented musicians. Um, it was it was a very expensive. Uh, Amati violin. Dom um, Nicolo you Amati. No, you had no I had clue. No idea. Yes. And, and so, just by sheer luck of where we live and who our neighbors are, um, mm-hmm. I was able to have this opportunity to show that. And it, I don't know if it sealed the deal, but it, I think it left a, well, a memory think, with I think for it these definitely, guys. Well, it just sounds like because if they're selling high end violins, you. Go, they they must who knows what they thought, but you, <laughs> but as someone who hires people on a daily basis, you know, seeing someone who has like taking showing an expensive violin in the proper way as you as you say, mm-hmm. mimicking what they do online. Sure, I think they're like, well, he's already doing it, so let's he's get him. Doing it. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. Kudos to you for yeah. uh, matching him with their game and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and making it happen and faking it literally until you make it right. Exactly. Yeah. And- <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was um, it was the right time for that to happen. So. Sure, all the cosmic tumblers definitely clicked into place for that one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, well, moving on to your pers- joint personal projects, mm-hmm. um, you have a wonderful portfolio of documentary portraiture um, from Burning Man to Astroland to certainly. Coney Island uh, and beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robbie, what do you look for when shooting a portrait? You know, what 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 story are you trying to tell? Hmm. Well, a portrait, just like what Robert was saying with his violins, um, every, every single one of them is unique. It's a unique um, exchange of the person who's willing to sit for a portrait and, and what we're bringing to it. So I find that a lot of the, um, the starting point for a lot of our portraits that you see on our current website is we were visually fascinated by someone especially down at Coney Island, we sort of, uh, we started out just shooting documentary style, sort of like with a long lens, a camera where we could shoot and no one knew we were there. 
sort of fly on the wall. Very slice of life. Very slice of life. They never knew we were taking their pictures. But when you start to do portraits, you have to engage people. You have to introduce yourself. You have to ask about them. You you have to have a communication um, because it is a collaboration and you can't do it without their help, especially with a portrait. And so I found that a lot of uh, the people that you see on our website are simply people that we fell in love with, you know, that you, you got to know and you started to feel comfortable enough to ask, hey, would, would you like to work with us on a portrait? So a lot of these people that you see are people that we really admire. And sometimes they're people, especially the Coney Island folks, they're people that most people walk right by. And not only do they walk right by, they they avert their eyes and maybe cross to the other side of the street, <laughs> you know, because they're, they live very different lives, you know, and, and, uh, but we came to learn that these are a lot of the people that work down at Coney Island are members of the community. These are their jobs. So it's not like your typical carnival worker that's transient. These are people that live in the neighborhood and they're very proud of that. And they're very hardworking and very dignified. And we wanted to, uh, we wanted to show a little something different with our photography because many people go down to Coney Island and they want to capture the freakishness. They want to capture the circus chaos and and that's there, but we really, uh, we have such a love and respect for the community and the, the, the members of the community that we wanted them to look like complete and total rock stars. So, so we hope that's what our, our photography conveys. Well, I, you, Thank you so much for your honest answer and for leading it because I think you, you but, put the per- perfect button on it all. It's like they do. They if so if those have been to your website or perhaps have seen them in person. They mm-hmm. do come off as rock stars in their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll call it a special quality about them, a unique mm-hmm. special quality where they are the star of their own mm-hmm. show. Sure. Um, whatever show that may be. Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and maybe yeah. the show on the other side of the street you don't want to cross. <laughs> oh, but well. at the same time is that sure. it, um, it, you, you, it brings a unique representation mm-hmm. of who they are. And I Certainly. think that's wonderful to be able to create that visual platform mm-hmm. to showcase them as you see them and as they hopefully want to be seen. Yes, it's an honor. It's an honor to be able to put them in that light and to tell their story in a way that maybe uh, many people haven't been listening to what they have to say. And Robert and I, we, we make that effort. Are there any portraiture projects in the works right now we should know about? Is there any, are there any special things happening, Robert? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm full-time at Teresio, and yes. I've been there for 12 years, so I have to keep that as my main focus. Mm-hmm. Um, Robbie is more freelance. Perhaps mm-hmm. she wants to share more of her... Uh, projects that she's well, been sure. working well, you on. You can talk about the ones we did in Vermont recently. That was. Uh... Um, oh yeah, so we do we do other things um, besides violins. <laughs> At least I do. Um, so yeah, so we're we're winter swimmers, um, and we have a, we go to a competition in Vermont every year, every February. Uh, we've been doing it for the last seven years, and this year, you know, we've been photographing every time a little differently each time. It was more journalistic style, is how we started. But this, you know, same with. Um, it's the same way we started with the with photographing Coney Island. We wanted to we wanted to engage people more, get to know them better, and 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 to do that, we want you and we got to know them, so we want to do portraits of them. So this particular time, we took more a whole different position on it. We actually isolated them in a, a, a pretty a predetermined location. Uh, we had a, a plan of how we just wanted to highlight them, most importantly, as athletes. They're yes. not uh, crazy people that just jump in the water that's cold. They actually they actually train year-round for this. Sure. A lot of Mo- people are training to swim the English yeah, Channel. Yeah, most of them have wow. swum mm-hmm. the English 
the English Channel, or they've done like a relay across the Bering Straits. They're endurance mm -hmm. athletes. Yes, they're, they they're are. endurance they're, athletes. They, exactly. Yeah, just when we thought we were serious swimmers, uh, we met them. Yes. <laughs> so, so they're quite incredible, well accomplished, uh, open water, long distance swimmers, most of them. Sure. And so we wanted to put that, put them in that light. We didn't. We felt that they're. The way they might have been seen in the media and other places is they're being bundled with people that kind of jump in on New Year's Day. And we wanted to just give them the, the attention that we felt they deserved. And most people don't mm -hmm. know that they have this other, you know, they compete in races in Siberia. Mm -hmm. You know, all sorts of really interesting, challenging. They swim in Antarctica. Sure. Um, so that was our goal was to put a spotlight on that. Mm -hmm. um, we wanted so them to look heroic. Instead of just all oh, these are crazy people that jump in on yeah. on January first, we really wanted to uh, make them look like heroic athletes because they are. She refers to the polar bear plunge for those who don't know January first, <laughs> which quote unquote crazy people jump into the freezing waters um, to celebrate the new year or their or their own craziness, depending sure. on yeah. however you want to look at mm -hmm. it. Um, is do you consider this show finished? This Vermont show portraiture journalistic venture however which way you want mm -hmm. to like concluded or are you, do you want to put it up as a as a show somewhere oh absolutely or or, is, or do you see it as an I mean, it can be ongoing at the same time mm -hmm. it could there's no reason it has to end no. um but i'm just mm -hmm. saying just curious if there's something that if you have plans to put it up for everyone to enjoy i do i, I well we it's a work in progress yeah. every year that we've covered it it is evolved slightly and it's grown. The first year we were there, it's 30 people, and now it's uh, approaching 200 with a waiting list. So the um, the participants have grown. It's the, there's no other event like it in North America. So we're it's getting pretty popular. And what Word is the is getting name out. of the event? It's the uh, Lake Memphremagog Winter Swimming Festival, and so it's in Newport, Vermont, in February every year. And so giving a shout out to Phil. We love you, Phil. And so he organizes it, and the, when the swimmers come. And what's really great is, you know, it's connected. It started with the Coney Island Polar Bears, our connection to it, because we went up with a group of polar bears. And then, but then we got to know all the winter swimmers in Boston. And then people from the West Coast started coming out, and swimmers coming up from Maryland. So suddenly there was like this national network of people that would converge. So I see it as something that will continue because, like, uh, like our affiliation with Coney Island, it's from the heart. We're part of that community. So we're always going to photograph Coney Island. And we're always looking different ways to to capture it. And same thing in Vermont. We're always going to be a part of this community because we adore them. They're not just people that we photograph. They're our friends. And that is like our yearly reunion to come together and, and be together. I love the fact that you use photography to help create community. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is the goal. And we have aspirations to... Uh, take that to more an international scale. Mm -hmm. We'll see how that develops over time. But, you know, our network of friends um, is a little more extensive in Scandinavia, in Russia, Latvia, mm -hmm. uh, Estonia. Um, we've also swam in China, and we've met swimmers when we were in South Africa as well. So, sure. Winter um, swimming is like an event where uh, in the United States it's new, but in other countries it's like an Olympic and it's an Olympic event with it's very well organized timers. I mean, it literally medals, podium, <laughs> you yeah. know, national anthems. It's a, it's a very big deal and we're trying to catch up. Wow. But uh, so we, we would love to display the images that we've shot in Vermont, kind of like as a, a photo expo, uh, photoville style, maybe on some of the fencing and mm -hmm. locally we'd like to display it there. But then as Robert said, we would like to maybe travel 
to the more international bigger events and, and document the swimmers there. Well, we have a lot of international listeners so maybe, and national <laughs> as well, so maybe perhaps somebody out there can contact the sure. Baileys here and help them along on their adventure. Oh, yeah. absolutely. We Always welcome. welcome. Well, you all are such an inspiration here. Um, how has the neighborhood been an inspiration to you all in your work? Or has it at all? It maybe it maybe it's not been. Uh, no, absolutely. Like I mentioned with getting my job with Teresio, yeah. that was an indirect way yeah. that we didn't know it was going to happen. Um, and of course, when I moved in this neighborhood, when Robbie and I both moved in this neighborhood, we didn't know we'd be here for this long. Um, Next three of us. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's the more that we get involved with the community, getting to know your neighbors, you know, all that very mm-hmm. obvious uh, stuff that it's just like, no, this is home. This is where we base ourselves out of. So, um, but like I said, Robbie's doing a little more uh, photography work around that community than I am right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe yes, she could. Yes, thanks to you. To you that. shared my Dr. Ruth picture. Yes. Yes. And for those who don't know, um, Robbie uh, photographed Dr. Ruth Westheimer um, yes. getting her, um, I'll call it a plaque, but at least her, rec- like her tulip, a, a, a rec- uh, recognition, dedication. if you will. A dedication, yeah. thank mm-hmm. you, at Fort Tryon Park. Uh, her tulips, um, so it's called Dr. Ruth's Tulips. Mm-hmm. So she has a whole garden of a, a scientific variety made especially for her. Yes. Out of her and, and, as a thank you for her dedication to, to salvaging our park. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's a she's a big giver um, and supporter of Fort Tryon Park, and that includes the Fort Tryon Park Trust, Indeed. which was set up outside of the Parks Department mm-hmm. to help um, support and renovate and uh, maintain uh, the beautiful, wondrous nature of that. Exactly, park. very important part of our community. A great respite for the community. Very and, true. And Very also, true. Uh, thank you as well for doing the photos for our Mendelssohn on the Hudson walk. Oh, as it was well. my pleasure. It was a lot of I fun. I loved that. And That's doing a little great project. Not portraiture per se, mm-hmm. not a lot of people in them, but sure. you, you rose the occasion. And thank you for <laughs> taking that on and, bet, uh, and, and showing. Um, and you can go on our website at inwardartworks.nyc and uh, Mendelssohn on the Hudson. You can see her keystone photos for each of the episodes we had. They're mm-hmm. beautiful landscapes of our community that was great fun i was so happy when you called me about that because it gave me an excuse you know with covid we were we kind of uh we were in our cocoons a little too long and it gave me an excuse to get out into the neighborhood and be brave and uh i didn't have to engage with people and but just uh, to go out and have an excuse to go every day and and capture our neighborhood in a beautiful light that was a that was a fun assignment so i have you to thank for that and then another another instance uh, as far as lovely little neighborhood stories um, are you guys familiar with Mike, the knife sharpener? He drives yes, a little he has, truck. It's a knife truck. Yeah, it's, knife it's truck. A food trucks. Yeah, it's a knife. And we truck. have a knife truck. Exactly. So you know Mike then. Not personally, but I know mm-hmm. his truck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have I have seen the truck for years. You, uh, I work at home a lot. I do a lot of post production at our home office, and so you hear uh, it's not like the ice cream truck bell. It's a very distinct bell that has a, it's a hearty bell. Like, I think he's told me it's a fire station bell. Wow. So he, he, uh, you'll hear the bell. I think he just like hit, hits it with a wrench. Ding. Bing. Yeah, it's a very distinct bell. And he's not, uh, he doesn't keep it going like the Mr. Soffy jingle. He just does it a couple of times. And the neighborhood knows to bring your cutlery, bring your shears, bring your kitchen knives out. And he has a full setup in the truck. And his family's been operating this business, I think, since 1941. So our knives were dull. I'd seen it. I was at home. I had a moment. And so I gathered them up, ran down the stairs. 
And in talking to him, uh, he just had, he was so precious in the sense that people, you just don't see businesses like that anymore. And he's got his dog in the truck. Gus is his dog, the sweet, you know, pit bull that's so ugly. She's literally beautiful. Literally mom pop. Yeah, literally mom <laughs> or, and pop or, or, and a dog. Or pop and, you know, Pop and pup, pop and pup, and so uh, I was so smitten by him that I ran up. I said, "Do you mind if I do a couple pictures of you, Mike?" And so I ran back upstairs. Robert and I live in a five floor walk up, so if (laughs) I run, if I run upstairs to get the camera, I really am smitten by you. So I I grabbed the camera, and as he's working with the neighbors, um, I just started taking a few pictures and just just capturing that moment of a small business owner that has no advertising, no internet, no email. He literally advertises with the ring of a bell and everyone knows him and comes out. And just the interaction that I got to have with the neighbors was lovely because many of them had known him for years. Send me those photos too. We'll post I will. I will share those with her. That would be delightful. That would be delightful. Well, Robbie and Robert, you guys are neighborhood treasures and it's a pleasure speaking with you. Um, any bucket list projects you still want to do that you have on, I mean, I know you got a full-time job, Robert, but I know you have aspirations too. So like anything, anything in your back pocket you want to do? I think in general, Robbie and I are working towards developing obviously more portrait work, collaborative portrait work. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to be interchangeable with whatever we're doing and wherever we're doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then to develop more fine art sales, um, Develop time to create fine art. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes, that's exactly. a big lift right there. And then you know, as we, you know, just evolve as photographers to let it have more freedom to explore uh, ways that we haven't tried yet. Sure. So. Yeah, we've had great commercial success. So I think what Robert is alluding to is we would like to do more fine art personal projects that aren't um, that aren't linked to a client that we can just basically do uh, with a purity of creative Your energy scale. and intent yeah. exactly so uh, so portraiture is definitely something that we both enjoy doing yeah. together that we we hope to continue to do and then one of these days we'll get Robbie on a TED talk so <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I don't know I think Ted's gonna, Aaron's definitely going to have the TED talk before I do okay. there's no doubt Aaron about that Aaron talks fine right here Aaron, you, you Aaron does right a great now. job I'm not Weird. Ted but hey I, I, I you know you are, I'm fine being chopped liver it's okay <laughs> I know no you are nowhere near maybe you are a filet mignon oh, <laughs> Aaron you are every, everything here. that you've done for our neighborhood <laughs> and with artworks uh, everything because we've been in two of your galleries Shows. You have been. So yes, you, yes, have you have been. You have created a it. space for us as creatives in Northern Manhattan, where we can come together and and learn from one another and grow together. And you, you are the nucleus of that. So we are. It is our honor to be sitting here next to you. My pleasure. And my my, my only regret is I can't do more. Is it's 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 a it's a unique thing coming. We'll say knock on somebody's wood mm-hmm. uh, coming out of COVID um, that more storefronts and commercial space will be available. Not that I want anybody losing any businesses, mm-hmm. but that's the natural cycle that hopefully more venues can become available to be mm-hmm. able to do Robbie said to very community centric programming, you know, mm-hmm. showcasing local artists, champion local artists, cultivating a local arts, visual arts loving audience yes. amongst amongst the performing arts and everything mm-hmm. else. And you know, from those conversations, you know, portraitures happen and, and like you Indeed. said, conversations yeah. happen and hopefully um, you know, those collaborations everybody benefits from. I, I feel they do anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us today on In What Artworks On Air. But before we say goodbye, where can we send them to showcase more of your work? 
Uh, well, right now our, our website is, uh, we're updating the website, but you can still see our older Coney Island work, things that you've re- referenced, and that's at baileyphoto.com. And uh, if you'd like to see Robert's work, I- I'm sure many musicians in the neighborhood already know this website because it's it's quite the go-to for information and inspiration, and that's the Terezio.com. Yeah, we're going to sponsor the Battle of them for this. I mean, come on. I know, exactly. <laughs> Terezio. Oh, and I, and I told Kara, um, after we finish this, this interview, I'm going to share with Aaron and the crew here uh, Dutch Baby Bakery Treats. Wow. We have a new bakery in our neighborhood, and I'm going to give a shout-out to Kara because... It is after living here since 1999. This is my new favorite addition to the neighborhood. I do not work for Dutch Baby. I do not own stock in Dutch Baby, but I eat a lot of Dutch Baby <laughs> products. So we're going to have some of those after our hey, interview. We're, we're small <laughs> business as well, so we're happy to, we're happy to support and, and eat their food. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you for bringing it. And the crews, I can hear the sound designer <laughs> is doing the mix right now, getting everyone's stomachs in check here. Yes. Uh, well, again, we'll, we'll, we'll put um, uh, the link to your website on our sure. our description of our webpage so people can thank find you. your photo. And Terezio, too. Not that they need our help, <laughs> but still, I'm sure. But you know what? I have to say, Robert, you know, you said it earlier. It's like... This community is full of crazy talented. We've had mm-hmm. many violinists on. We do mu- have musicians from the area play mm-hmm. on here, and some of our violinists and cellists, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, you never know I'm where sure they're sales already come quite from. familiar with Teresia. I bet they yeah. are, and they're actually very good at connecting young artists with uh, with instruments where they can get sponsorships, right. where people can come in, and if it's a young, aspiring, very talented musician, they will help uh, match them with an instrument, sort of like a Harry Potter Good matching wand. someone with a yeah. wand. That's yeah. awesome. Exactly. Oh, that's wow. that that's really, really that's cool. one of the really important things that they do there. It's wow. uh, it's it's admirable. Now I want to play violin. But I, I don't have time for it. <laughs> you can come by anytime. I right. would love to. I'll watch some <laughs> listen to us play. Well, thanks again to Robbie and Robert for making time to be here today with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so this is In What Artworks On Air. It's where we meet the musicians, writers, filmmakers, theater makers, photography, uh, enthusiasts, and artists of all stripes who make their home here in Upper Manhattan. Uh, if you have a moment right now, please show some love for us by rating and reviewing this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Many thanks to Church of Good Shepherd here in Inwood, NYC for hosting us and to Hidesites.com for uptown promotional support. You can support On Air and all of our programming make a tax-free donation at inwoodartworks.nyc backslash donate. Be sure to follow us on social media if you can at Inwood Artworks to keep up all that we do, which includes the Inwood Film Festival, Filmworks Al Fresco, pop-up galleries, live performances, and so much more. Inwood Artworks On Air is proud to be supported in part by public funds from the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with the City Council. From the top of Manhattan and the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Aaron Sims for Inwood Artworks On Air.